Hello, and welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. I'm Victoria Hadra. I'm so happy you're joining me today. Um, today, we're doing a little bit of a different format. I'm going to also be posting this video on YouTube if you think that it's helpful to uh, listen to this information in that format. Um, but I have been cooking up something really great, a really important topic for everyone, which is the difference between tactics and strategy. So I work as a fractional chief marketing officer, which means that I go in to help founders uh, lay out the big level strategy for their businesses. And then I also help implement the tactics with the team. So a lot of times I'll be building out a team or working with some of the existing team to help execute the different tactical pieces that we're putting uh, together in order to um, support the larger strategy that we have. So I think there is definitely a lot of confusion between strategy and tactics when it comes to things like social media. I think a lot of times we put things out into the world, we're kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. But oftentimes, maybe we're kind of getting on a bandwagon of a certain social media platform, or kind of trying to mimic different videos or pieces of content that went viral, but we're not getting the results that we expect or not getting the results that we want. And I would argue that this is because there needs to be a clear distinction between your strategy and the tactics that you employ and how those tactics actually support the bigger strategy. So let's take a couple steps back and let's start talking about what is marketing strategy, okay? So when we think about our business strategy, that's usually where we're looking at our business plan, right? So when you are starting your business, a lot of times we take the time to create that larger, bigger plan or that go-to-market strategy. Um, and what seems to happen sometimes if you don't have uh, someone on your team that's really diligent about looking back at that strategy is we kind of go forward, we push forward in sales and marketing, hustling, doing everything that we can to try to see results. And oftentimes we get divorced a little bit um, from the bigger picture. And I'm here to tell you that this is really a recipe for just spinning your wheels and not getting traction as quickly as you need to or would like to in your business. So how do we really begin looking at strategy? So when we're doing our business strategy, right, uh, or our marketing strategy, we really want to start with the bigger vision that we have. And it's really useful to look at, you know, that one-year vision or that three-year vision, that five-year vision, that 20-year vision, it's a really helpful exercise to have that long view of the business that you want to be building. And that's where you need to start because there's a lot of things you can do. There's a lot of ways you can grow your business. There's a lot of ways that you could pivot your business. Um, and maybe the businesses you have today is not really the business that you want to have in the future. That's not you know, it's, it's a, you want it to iterate, you want it to change. Right. And so with having that vision in your mind, then it becomes clear, really the strategy that you need to put in place to make that happen. So I really encourage all founders, you know, I'm, I'm talking specifically about marketing, but I encourage founders to be looking at their business as a whole. What is the dream that you're building? Right. Um, are you really trying to create something that can be sold? right? Is that your big 
a goal at the end of this business? Do you want to create a business that's a lifestyle business that's going to afford you to have a certain lifestyle, to work certain hours? Um, St Stephen Covey says his famous quote is start with the end in mind. And for anything in your life, anything involving goals um, or dreams, this is just the number one thing because you're not going to get to where you want to be unless you have an idea of where, where, what where is, if that makes sense. So let's start there, right? So once we have a clear vision of where we, what kind of company we're building, right? Not just, and again, a lot of us get stuck in the weeds of like, we just want to make sales. We just want to make sales, right? Um, and that's only going to get you so far, right? We need to start with this bigger vision and this bigger picture. So from there, we can start working backwards. If we understand what the big dream, the big vision for our business is, then we can start putting out, laying out some more tangible goals for the five year, the three year, the one year, right? Um, you look at if you want to have a billion dollar business in 25 years, what are some of the milestones you think that you could guess that you would need to get to at each year in terms of revenue, um, or if you have some vision of, of growing a particular segment or a particular kind of client or want a, a particular type of product, um, have that in your mind. And of course, of course, that's going to change. And this whole process is a business is a process of iteration, right? So having that vision, but understanding that your business is going to change and grow as you change and grow. So that big vision is how we're going to um, build our strategy, right? And whenever I start working with any clients, we always look at the strategy piece. You know, a lot of founders, you know, they want to just start. They want to just start someone managing their social. They want to just start an email campaign going. They want to just start with advertising. And again, those are examples of tactics, um, but without having that strategy we're going to be uh, hard pressed to really find the thread that goes through all of those activities and understand how they're all working in concert to bring more revenue into your business. Because uh, this is the most important thing. So we start with strategy. So nine times out of 10, I'm going and digging into the go to market strategy for clients. And if you don't have a go-to-market strategy, you can go to uglyventures.com and you can get a free template. That's U-G-L-I ventures.com. It's also in the show notes for this episode. Um, but we start there, right? We start with the really big vision, big picture things of what is your mission statement? What are the pillars um, of your company? Who is your um, client? Who are you serving? Right. What are uh, what pain points are you hitting? We need to have all of that down solid before we really can start any kind of strategy. We need to understand what we're selling and who we're selling to. And you may be laughing or rolling your eyes thinking what idiot would be telling me this, of course. But you cannot imagine the amount of businesses that don't have that laid out when they start. Right. They just don't have that figured out or they tend to think that they're just going to start and they figure it out later. And what ends up happening is it just ends up taking so much more time to gain traction, takes so much more time for your sales team to really 
get that messaging together and connect those pain points with the client, with the potential clients they're talking to. So yes, it's really important to start with those things. And if you, uh, if you do have that document ready, I would say at the beginning of each year um, and or each quarter or in each month, revisiting that with your team. I revisit my bigger strategy at least once a month. And I, even I, who am very into all of this stuff, um, forget some things, forget some things about my bigger, bigger vision or the bigger plan that I laid out for the year, because you get caught up in the day to day and you get caught up in the little opportunities that pop up, but having a, a really clear, uh, vision of that strategy in your mind and having that, and having that reminder really helps you to, um, focus your energy, right? And when those little opportunities pop up, you have a better idea of what you can say yes to, what's going to make sense to pushing your vision forward. Because not all opportunities that pop up are really going to be your worth, worth your time, energy, and effort. <clears throat> so look at that bigger picture. Um, you're kind of revisiting your go-to-market strategy or building it uh, up from the ground up if, you're, if you don't have one yet. And then we're going to get to the nuts and bolts of the marketing strategy. So your marketing strategy is really your client value journey. <clears throat> and if you don't have a client value journey set up or you don't know what that is, that is the six step process for converting a brand new person who doesn't know anything about your business or your service or your brand, converting that person into a paying client, into a rever referral source. So there's six steps of the client value journey. It's attract, engage, delight, uh, sorry, <laughs> attract, engage, nurture, invite, delight, and advocate, right? So we're attracting new clients into our, to know our, our brand. We're engaging with them. We're having them um, raise their hand in some way and say, yes, I'm interested in your business by giving us uh, you know, their email address, a way that we can continue to be in touch with them, or they're subscribing to our podcast, or they're, or they're following us on LinkedIn. They're doing some kind of action that's showcasing that they are interested in their product or service. That's engaged. Nurture is things like what I'm doing now, creating the content, creating the podcast, the blog, hosting the webinar, whatever it may be, that's going to nurture your clients, your existing um, potential clients, so they can we can start building the like, know, and trust factor. And that's going to help immensely with your sales team as they are selling, right? They're inviting people to become clients, or they're inviting people to join their program, or they're inviting people to buy products, or the sales team, uh, or the marketing team is inviting people um, to buy products through promotions that they send through email. So the invite stage is actually asking for the sale. Delighting is delivering the best possible experience that you can to your clients. This is part of the marketing and sales process, right? Just, you know, once that person makes the purchase, it is not the end of the journey. That is just uh, one stage in this, this full roadmap of really uh, getting those, those clients to be loyal return customers or to be a referral source. And then the last piece of the puzzle is once you've delighted them, then you want them to become advocates for you, leaving reviews or implementing some kind of referral program. So that 
customer of yours, that current or past customer, can just be helping to support and keep churning the, the whole process through. So the strategy for marketing is developing for yourself your own client value journey. And I have a whole episode just on exactly what the client value journey is to help you kind of create that for yourself. But this is the meat and potatoes of what your bigger strategy is. Now, the tactics become what you do for each one of those steps. So the first stage in the client value journey is attract. How you attract the client, the potential client, is going to be through a couple ways. Um, in the last episode, we talked about the three ways you can grow your business, the three ways you can grow your audience online. This is part of the attract phase. And those three ways are through an SEO program, through an advertising program, right? Digital advertising or through in partnerships, leveraging other people's audiences. Um, these are tactics. These are the tactics that you're going to uh, employ to execute that part of your client value journey. And of course, if you're starting out, if you're bootstrapping, I would really suggest getting good on just one of those attracts tactics um, instead of trying to throw everything at it at the same time. Because when you have limited money and resources, you're going to want to get good at one thing before you move on to the next. Um, if we move on to the engage stage, uh, there's a lot of different uh uh, strategies that you can, a lot of different tactics you can employ to get people to leave you their information, right? You could be doing a downloadable PDF, like a template, like I have my go-to-market strategy template on uglyventures.com. This is an example of an engaged strategy. Um, you could also be offering people once they get attracted through your ads or whatever, once they hit their website, maybe you uh, offer them a free webinar um, maybe you're offering a discount. Um, a lot of e-commerce product brands will offer a discount for signing up to a newsletter. That is an attract, uh, that is an engage strategy that is put in place to get that potential client to raise their hand and say, okay, I like what you're doing. I'm interested in you using this discount code. Um, that's how we're engaging with them. And once they get that discount code, regardless if they use it right away, we have that opportunity to keep nurturing them, right? And we can nurture them through something like a blog, um, something like an email strategy where we have email pumping through all the time. And so these little pieces of the puzzle become, yeah, the tactics that we're employing. Now, of course, when we're going into look at um, implementing, you know, email marketing, for example, we want to do exactly what we've done. And that's why it gets a little confusing strategy and tactics because we want to, okay, we want to employ email, but then once we start with that particular tactic, we need to step back and have a big picture idea of, well, what is our purpose with this email, right? What is the purpose with giving this discount? What is the purpose with all of these things that we're employing? Have that big picture idea of what we want to accomplish through employing those different tactics. So this is how you're going to get started with creating a solid marketing program that's going to help really support the sales team or do your sales via, you know, via your digital platform, via your Shopify shop, for example, is that we need to be having this six-step client value journey tied together, well thought out, 
with a good idea of all of that legwork that we're doing of who are our customers, what is our main mission, what, you know, what is that bigger long-term vision for the company, that all gets filtered into a unified strategy and each smaller tactic that we employ, right, whether it's using TikTok or, you know, getting on Clubhouse or whatever it may be um, as example of tactics, right? But we're always taking that large view to small view. And even when we get into the tactical part of it, we want to go into it with the strategy in mind to be implementing our bigger strategy into the way that we're going to be executing these specific tactics, right? So I hope that made sense for you. I know that it's uh, hard to kind of, this terminology is often interchanged, but we want to look at strategy as the big picture and the tactics as the more granular tactical ways that you're executing on the strategy. Um, and once you get to that stage of your business and that stage of your marketing efforts, it becomes easy to increase your, or to get better results, or it becomes easy to gain traction because when you have those tactics employed and you're being vigilant about reviewing the data, right? And if you don't know how to implement a data practice into your business, I also have a link to another episode I did just on that, how to implement that in your, into your business as a habit, because it's so important. But once you're looking at the data, you'll be able to make informed decisions. And each time that you test uh, a new tactic, right? Uh, you know, how are you going to do the subject line in your email campaigns, right? We can experiment to see, oh, do we use emojis? Does that get a better, higher uh, open rate? Or we can test a discount. Do people like this kind of discount? Do they want a 15% or do they want free shipping? This experimentation really becomes the work of the marketing department. Um, because as we do each experiment, we put our hypotheses out there and we experiment with them, we get those results. We know what works and doesn't work. And then all we need to do is do more of what works. That's really how you gain traction in your business. Um, it's not sexy or exciting. It really does take time, energy, and effort, but that consistency and that uh, real diligence in putting things out there and seeing how they perform is really the best way that I know of how to grow your business. So thank you so much for joining me this week. I can't wait to see you back here next week in the Marketing for Startups podcast.